Hello and welcome to the Be Bold Fitness Podcast, the show where we talk about taboo topics in the health, wellness, and fitness space. No topic is off limits here. I'm your host, Tessa Breeden, certified personal trainer and nutrition specialist with a passion for helping women to get fit, feel good, and live boldly. On the show this week, we've got a solo episode with yours truly. We're diving into how I got started in fitness, my journey, and my personal views. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Wow, wow, wow. I feel like I have been saying that I would do this for such a long time, and now we are finally here. So if you are listening in, thank you so much for tuning into the Be Bold Fitness Podcast. I am so sorry if you hear my nasally voice. I am currently down with a cold, but I knew that if I put this off any longer, that it most likely was not going to happen. So it's going to happen no matter what. So I want to dive right in and tell you a little bit about who I am, what the purpose of this is, why I started this podcast, things like that. So hopefully you find this interesting. Hopefully this gives you a little bit more insight about me and I hope it intrigues you enough to keep on listening. So let's go ahead and get started. My name is Tessa. I am the owner of Be Bold Fitness, a huge lover of fitness itself, especially the style of bodybuilding. I am originally from Reno, Nevada, currently living in Austin, Texas. Um, The reason that I started this podcast was one, because I love to talk. Anytime anybody asks me what I do or what my passions are, I find myself getting into a bit of a rant going on about fitness, about health, about wellness, about my past, about my previous careers, things like that. And so I figured, why not put it into one spot where you can learn a little bit more about me and where I can learn a little bit more about other people. I love connecting with other women in this space whether it is the fitness space or just health and wellness. I love hearing about people, what they do, why they're passionate about what they do in different areas that I just don't know a ton about. And so I figured this is a really good place to share all the information and possibly answer some questions that other people have that they're maybe afraid to ask. I find that women don't always ask the questions they want to know, which is frustrating at times because we do have a lot of questions and we find ourselves up late at night googling things in either our private search bar or just on our computers and I want people to know that we are allowed to ask questions we are allowed to be curious and I want to give answers to some of the questions you may be afraid to ask or don't know how to ask so that is the reason this podcast exists so as far as my background who I am, am I certified, what do I do? Well, I own, like I mentioned, Be Bold Fitness. So we are an online fitness and wellness community. It is a space for women who want to get fit, feel good, and live a bold life. I am cer- I'm an ACE certified personal trainer and nutrition specialist currently working on another certification, which I won't announce because I have yet to take that test. So holding out on that one. Hopefully can get that done ASAP. 
I have been training for just about three years. And my journey into fitness was very unlike other people's journeys that I have heard of. I actually had no interest in going into the fitness space, which seems crazy now because it's always been something I've been interested in. I just never even considered it to be a career path for me. So I want to dive into a little bit about how I got started in fitness, what my background is, and really how I found this path and got to be where I'm at today. So my entire life, our parents always wanted us to play sports. So we pretty much did everything. Uh, We dabbled in, or at least I dabbled in tennis, swimming, gymnastics, cheerleading, piano. I know that's not a sport, but holy moly, is that hard? Um, So again, we kind of did everything as we were growing up. So I really got into fitness just from being active as a child. And then from there, I started doing competitive cheerleading, which I really, really enjoyed and decided to join the cheer team when I was in high school. So I did cheerleading, swimming, and golf in high school. I'm a terrible golfer. I never got to play in tournaments. I basically was just there for the outfits and for the practice. But I did all these sports, did cheerleading through high school, and my senior year of high school, somebody had asked me if I wanted to come to a clinic for the university's cheer team. Honestly, I wasn't really sure. I did not want to stay in Reno for school, and so I went. Uh, I don't honestly even remember why I went, but I really liked the girls that I had met. It was so much fun. I was working with some of the old competitive coaches that I had known throughout high school, and it was a really good experience, and so I decided to try out for the cheer team, which was very terrifying. I am not a very good dancer, and so having to memorize dances and having to uh, work through this tryout for, I think it was three days of tryouts, was really challenging for me, but I made the cheer team my freshman year of college, so I was on the stunt team, so that's the one, if you're not familiar, where they throw you up in the air, so we didn't really do any, like, tumbling, so no, I can't do backflips. We did some dancing, but mainly our area was doing stunting, so I did that for two years in college and really loved it. We got to work with the athletic trainers, so we were working with the same athletic trainers that any of the other athletic teams were working with, which was really cool, and got to do different types of workouts that I hadn't experienced before. We were doing double days, so we were working out in the mornings, we were doing cheer practice in the afternoons, and then we were working out again. It was a lot, but it definitely taught me how to be a hard worker and how to really build up my endurance. Now, during my time on the cheer team, we did have required workouts. We had to go to like kickboxing a couple times a week, and then we also had the opportunity to go to a weightlifting gym. And As I mentioned, I did cheerleading for two years in college, so my freshman and sophomore year, which we will not really get into the logistics of why I quit the cheerleading team. But um, after that, I really needed to find something else to do. So I started finding personal trainers in my area. I believe the first trainer I found, I think my mom like bought me a group on for a few months of um, small group training with this guy. It's in kind of like a weird area, but I ended up loving it and I met one of my really good friends through that program. So I stayed with him for a couple of years. And then when I started looking for something new, I started working with a local bodybuilding gym. Thought I wanted to compete, but just couldn't commit to the 4 a.m. workout times in college. But I really loved the style 
of bodybuilding and seeing the changes that my body could make. So that was really like my first introduction into fitness or into weightlifting. So fast forward to after college, I moved to Los Angeles and I was working in fashion at the time and I was super lonely. If you are ever moving from a smallish town to Los Angeles, it's scary. People don't necessarily want to be friends with you immediately. Um, If they are from Los Angeles, they kind of do their own thing. Or if you are not working a conventional job where you're in an office and you were doing what I'm doing, which was fashion styling, then you're just kind of hopping around day to day, going to different showrooms, things like that. I didn't have a chance to meet a ton of girlfriends. And so I was, yeah, I was really lonely and I started to get really depressed. And I thought like, what is the one thing that I can do to do something for myself? And so I joined Equinox in Beverly Hills and I started going to the gym I was following Heidi Summers on YouTube, so I watched her videos religiously. Anytime she would post a workout, I would literally type it out, like literally type out the entire workout that she did on my computer or on my notes or whatever I had at the time, and then I would go to the gym and I would try these workouts, and then once I like had done let's just say it was like 10 to 15 workouts, I would switch around different exercises, pair them together, and start really like quote unquote teaching myself to program through her videos and through the exercises she was doing so that was a really fun experience and it was a really good opportunity for again me to get into weightlifting teaching myself what to do how to do it and I fell in love it was my daily routine to get there at 5 a.m sometimes there was street parking or sometimes I would park in the garage and I would wait outside the door for them to open equinox I would get ready there I showered there if you've ever been to an equinox they have the eucalyptus scented towels it's really quite luxurious but it was just such a fun experience and I think it's really what saved me from hating the experience of living in Los Angeles and being lonely Um, so fast forward another year and I moved to Las Vegas and I just continued this same journey. I was taking classes here and there because I just thought it was fun to meet people and use class pass to get out there but I still loved lifting and still enjoyed writing my own programming so I did that for a very very long time. So that was in I believe from 2015 all the way to 2019. So come 2019, I went on a program called Remote Year. And while I was traveling, I had this realization that I wanted to be a personal trainer. I was owning a business at the time. It was a marketing business and I just wasn't fulfilled by it any longer. I loved training. I knew it was like the one thing that brought me joy and while we were traveling, it was super hard to find places to work out. So we kind of had to make do with what we could find. In Croatia, we had found a gym. In Portugal, I found a really awesome gym that I was able to use. In Spain, we didn't find a gym. So we were using the park as our place of exercise. So I was teaching like small group classes with some of the people that I was traveling with. And I loved that experience. It was my first time 
teaching group classes, which I really enjoyed. I loved the community aspect. I loved pushing people. I love that people felt accomplished after the workouts. And I just found this sense of purpose that I had never felt before. And so my last month of this traveling program, so we were there for four months, I was working with a company back in Vegas and the owner of the company had offered me the opportunity to work for them full time and they owned a gym. They owned an F45 and she had asked me like, would you like to train at the F45 when you come back to the U.S.? And I said, um, absolutely. She knew I loved fitness. We had worked out together. We had talked about it a lot and she knew it was a huge passion of mine. So she really was the catalyst for getting me into that next step and getting me into group fitness training. So I took my CPT when I got back. I got hired by the F45 in Vegas. There was two locations I was working at and the owners were awesome. They really taught me how to have the personality that I needed for group fitness. Now, obviously you can't teach somebody a personality, but I was so nervous about public speaking and they really educated me about how to hold my own in front of a class and get through that class with confidence and grace and what to do if I messed up, things like that. So it was a really, really awesome learning experience and they were always willing to teach us. The other coaches were really willing to help educate new trainers. And so it was great. So I was with F45 um, the entire time I lived in Vegas and up until the pandemic. And so I was also doing a couple in-person training sessions at my home gym, but mostly just group training. And then once COVID came around, I decided to go home for a couple of months because like everybody, we had no idea what was going on. And so when I went home, I started my fitness Instagram. I started posting videos of my workouts on Instagram. And then I started doing Zoom training sessions with some of my friends, as well as um, some larger group classes. So somebody had asked me to put on a workout class for someone's birthday. So we did sort of like a dance inspired class, which was so fun and super different than anything I had ever done. It took me days of practice to memorize this routine to music. So it was very comical, but I was very appreciative of the opportunity. After COVID, after starting this fitness um, Instagram that I started, I decided to move to Austin because I knew that Austin was a fitness city. And at this point, I knew that fitness is what I wanted to pursue during the pandemic is when I got my fitness nutrition certification because, I mean, I had a ton of time on my hands not working and basically just working out and filming videos all day long. <laughs> and so I was now certified. I was a certified personal trainer, certified fitness nutrition specialist, and Austin was the next move for me. Now, when I got here... I applied to so many jobs. I probably applied to 150 jobs. And again, like everybody else, it was nearly impossible to find anything because everybody was searching for jobs. And so I ended up finding a job at Orange Theory and was trading there full time. Now, it wasn't like my dream career, but it was just another thing that taught me so much about the fitness industry. It's such a different style than F45. I got to meet so many people. I really got to learn about their programming and about the business. It was just a different side of things that I hadn't experienced before. So after working at Orange Theory full-time, I realized that ultimately I did not want to do group training. Like I love group classes, but group training is a very 
soul-sucking career in my personal opinion. I had a really hard time showing up for people at 5 a.m., them coming in and just complaining about being there. I think it's really hard as a trainer because a lot of times we want it so much more than our clients and to, again, be waking up at like 3.30 to get to the gym by 4.30 to open it at 5 and then people to come in just to complain or like moan about everything was so draining for me. And so I decided to leave Orange Theory, um, made a career shift just to really make money and pay the bills until I decided what I wanted to do. And then in, oh gosh, I think it was May of 2020, I was introduced to um, a coaching program. So it's called Next Level Coaching Academy. And it was a business program for trainers. And when I got on a sales call, I had discussed with the woman that I was only looking to do in-person training. Now, I wanted to really grow my in-person training business. I wanted it to blow up. Like, that was my dream. And on this call, she had asked me if I had ever considered online training. And I said, well, no, I don't really want to do online training. I have actually zero interest in doing online training. And she said, really, why? And I told her that I just had this bad feeling about online trainers, that it felt like kind of scammy and weird and I just wasn't sure about it and it it had a really negative reputation in my mind I don't exactly know why but all I knew on this call was I was like no way I am not doing online training so I ended up signing up for this program anyway because I was like you know what I don't have anything to lose and I really want my business to take off whether that's in person or online or whatever the heck I'm going to do and so I signed up for Next Level Coaching Academy which I really loved. I think that hiring a business coach was the catalyst for my business and had I not done it I absolutely would not be where I am today and so that was a huge step in my career but during this entire process they were convincing me to do online coaching. Now I had about five in-person clients at the time. And again, I was working another job. I was just trying to get everything started. And so I decided to announce on my Instagram that I was going to be doing online training. I didn't think much of it. I just was, I was announcing that I was going to be doing it. And immediately I got like 20 people that responded to me and I was just in shock. Like I'd never thought of doing online training. And now all of a sudden all of these people are flocking to me. So I was obviously very excited about that. And my first month in business, I signed up about 12 people. So yeah, it was big. It was really cool just to see that people did believe in what I was doing. People trust me. People actually think I can help them. And it was seriously amazing and so unexpected. And so this is a very long story of how I got into the fitness business, but that's pretty much it. That is how I got everything started. And it's been such a blessing since. I had no idea a year ago. My business is just coming up on a year in the next couple of months. And I just had no idea a year ago that my business would be as successful as it is. And if you had told me that I would be an online fitness and nutrition coach a couple years ago, I probably would have laughed at you and said, 
I would never make enough money and that would never fulfill me, which is really sad to think that I was like so closed off to that idea. But I'm really happy that I made the switch and decided to just go for it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the story of how I got into fitness, why I got started into fitness, but okay, let's talk about some other things besides fitness. Now, yes, that is all cool, but I want to emphasize that this podcast is going to be more than just fitness because yes, we all love health and fitness, but there, again, there's so many other things that I want to talk about that I'm intrigued about. I don't just think that I am a fitness professional. There are so many other things in this life that I love. Um, Besides fitness, I love fashion. I, as I mentioned, I worked in fashion in Los Angeles and I love it. I thought for the longest time that I was going to be like the next Rachel Zoe. I wanted to be a stylist or I wanted to be a costume designer on movie sets. And I just thought the idea of working in fashion was so cool. Always loved it. I love clothes. I love shopping. And so fashion just made a lot of sense to me. And although that is not the career I'm in, it's still something I'm really passionate about. I also love cooking. I do not like to bake very much because it's we're like way too precise for me and I am not too great at following instructions but I love to cook I love to explore different flavors I love to try new recipes and I especially love to try new cocktail recipes that's one of my favorite things I love margaritas so anytime I can make a new margarita recipe I'm in a great mood. I used to post a lot of margarita recipes on my Instagram, so maybe I should get back to doing that because I really enjoyed that. But those are, again, just some of the things that I love, and I want to talk about those things on this podcast. I don't just want to be a fitness trainer or a nutrition coach. I want people to know that this is a space to ask questions, to be curious, to talk about taboo things like cosmetic surgery, therapy, how to center yourself, and the good, the bad, the ugly of the fitness industry, how the fitness industry is changing, cocktail recipes, things like that. I just think it's going to be a fun place. As I mentioned, I love to talk. I could talk all day a little bit more challenging with this cold, but seriously, I just love connecting with people. I love talking and I hope that this is a fun space to connect with other people, share insights, talk to my friends in different industries, and be a sounding board for anybody who has questions and is afraid to ask them. So hopefully your time on this podcast is enjoyable and just remember to be bold, be confident, and be bold.